Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Dare Show podcast, where um, we talk music, a lot of other things, but I'm starting something new. Um, this is the third episode. We're gonna do. We're gonna review. I'm gonna review the third episode of Married at First Sight Unmatchables, um, episode three and episode four. These two episodes. <laughs> These two episodes were the worst episodes and the most entertaining episodes. Um, uh, we have some problematic people, and they definitely brought them out. Oh, my goodness. So, episode three, we meet Evan Nicole, who's 24. She... Is she a scammer? Um, Evan Nicole says she's a... um. She says she's a hairstylist, but then she brought up she only brought up one time that she does that she owns a hair care um product line. So I don't know about all this. She says she's made she's only 24 and she started working at um 19. And oh she's been making six figures since she was 19. Uh she's a hair guru, whatever. Um Evan Nicole is very picky. She doesn't like short men, she doesn't like bad breath. Uh, she does love, though, some feet. Now, keep this in mind, because we're going to talk about the feet later. Uh, she's very bossy. She's very interrogative towards the her dates, whoever she's talking to, whoever she's on a date with. She's very interrogative, very, let me ask you all about your business. And so, she was very contradictory. It's very, it's kind of confusing. Um... She loves the bathroom. That's where she seems like I think she does work the most. Now she okay, it doesn't make sense because I thought she was a hair. I thought she was a hair product line lady. Uh hair Avon Avon lady. Like she created her own hair care. But why is she a hairstylist? I don't know. I, it, it it didn't make sense. She was. She says she loves the bathroom. She loves to eat in the bathroom. She she downplayed it definitely. She's like, you know, if I have a granola bar and I'm just eating it and I just happen to walk in the bathroom, you know, I'm gonna finish it in the bathroom. Um, she loves to you know talk on the phone in the bath. Like I love my bathroom. My bath. I think I've always loved bathrooms, but my bathroom where I live currently is probably my favorite place. Because it's so seemingly quiet. It's very, it's just peaceful. Like, it doesn't have windows, which I kind of... Actually, I think about it, I've gotten used to. But it doesn't have a window. But it's very... It's just, like, peaceful. And <laughs> the toilet is very comfortable. <laughs> and it's just, like... It just, like, gives me peace. It just... It, it's very peaceful. And it, 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 it's, it can be quiet in there at times even though my walls are thin but anyways i understand the bathroom thing but i'm not eating in the bathroom i'm not you know taking phone calls and uh, all that mess in the bathroom but anyways then we meet clyde clyde who was 30 (sighs) he's a clean freak um he has oc i think he has a little bit of ocd but um I know somebody who has OCD, and what Clyde was doing was 
like cleaning OCD compared to like I gotta have everything in order or OCD. Well, maybe it was a little bit of both, but I feel like his OCD was borderline like the the actual OCD. He didn't say he had OCD, but it's definitely coming off as OCD. Um, he didn't really have anything. Mostly, that was pretty much his thing. He was just like OCD and a clean freak. Uh, so then, oh, and his clothing. <laughs> his clothing. He was wearing, like, I call them church shoes, but they're like the... the um, Pointed, pointed toe shoes or like church like casual um what am i trying to say the the shoes you wear like to, like if you're a professional professional like business attire business attire shoes um i call them hallelujah shoes i've been that's like my little thing since i was a kid um and he was wearing hallelujah shoes and jeans i was like what is going on here um so evan nicole she thinks women are more advanced than men. That's why she, you know, interrogates men. She was like, you know, I talk to men. Men don't have anything to say. So that's why I have to, like, take the conversation over and, like, get to the point. <laughs> She's 24. Um, she has bad etiquette. And so this um, etiquette lady came over, and they were talking to her about how to... Uh, navigate conversation, be ladylike. But I'm like... You're 24. Where's your mother at? Like, I think she, we talked to her mother or we seen her mother, but like, or her mother was in her, her casting tape. So I'm like, where's your mother at? Why isn't your mother ha- teaching you how to navigate everything? Like, you're 24. I, this is the other thing. Why are you 24 wanting to get married? Like, in my, my opinion, like, I just would feel so like, I feel like marriage is sort of the end-all to be-all, even though it's not the end-all to be-all these days. Um, I just feel like you feel, like, so, like, smothered, just the word marriage. Uh, and to be, like, 24, wanting to do that, I think it's crazy. But anyways, a lot of these people are very picky when it comes to certain people and certain things. That's what I'm learning about, I guess, society and or the people they're choosing to be on TV. So, Dr. Um... Kyle? Yeah, Kyle. Cal. Dr. Cal, I think his name is. He takes her and he's uh takes her to this room for her one-on-one with him and he's interrogating her, saying, you know, how old are you? What do you like? What do you like to eat? What do you want to do? Uh how what's your uh occupation? Uh she says she did hair. But I'm like, you did hair in like five years? And you've had six figures, I guess. It's coming off a little scammerish, and she didn't like that. She was just like, "Oh, this is what I do. I interrogate men, and that's not really cool. So I need to, you know, bring it down, bring it on down, before we get blowing up in here." So then Clyde, Clyde goes. Clyde was kind of boring. <laughs> Is Clyde goes shopping with Doctor Viviana, and Clyde, you know. Viviana's like, we want you to, I want you to change up your the way your clothing, be a little bit more um, casual, a little bit more free. That way, maybe you can bring down your standards, or not your standards, but like your like over controllingness. 
And she like had him dressed up in this gaudy ass jacket and these gaudy ass, gaudy ass uh, pants. And it just wasn't cute. But he kind of got the idea. Okay, I, can, I look good in this. I can change up uh, my style. I can be a bit more casual, be a bit more uh, non-controlling. And he got it. He got it. Um, so he picked out a date outfit. And then Nikita comes over. Dr. Cal, Pastor Cal comes over with Nikita. Nikita was hilarious. Nikita had me cracking up. She came to shake things up, to be um, a little bit uncontrollable. Uh, to shake up Mr. Neat's uh, house. She farted up the place, had her bras everywhere. It was hilarious. But she, I think that also got him, like, if you want, if you want a marriage, you're going to have to live with somebody. And I think he was like, nobody's ever lived with him. And if you want a marriage, you're going to have to live with somebody. And they're going to be in your space and they're going to mess up stuff. And it's, you know, you got to tone it down. But if you actually have OCD, I think that's going to be very difficult or the person i think the person would have to be um mindful of that so they go on the date i think that was it yeah oh she um miss etiquette talked about um when she was talking to the etiquette lady she was talking about dimming her light and she got really teary-eyed but i was it was just like why how are you going to dim your light to you're going to avoid talking about yourself and call that dimming your light in order to talk to about the, uh, get to know the other, interrogate the other person and sort of get to the point. So it was just kind of a little bit contradictory in my opinion. So then go to the skating rink and uh, they were a cute couple. I liked his clothing. He picked out a very, he picked out very good, um, a very good date attire. He had like these green shoes with this like green and brown and black um, sweater print. And then these like kind of black ripped up jeans. He looked really good. She looked really good. They're, they looked really good together when they were like media. They looked really good together. She's very beautiful and cute on her own. And, but they really looked good together. I was like, okay, this could probably work. Um, cause they're both, you know, picky. They're both clean. I mean, if you're going in the bathroom, you got to be clean. So I thought this was going to work really well. Um, they, they're at the, um, skating rink and they're doing like the get your size shoes. And so she's like, I'm a size like seven. And then he's like, oh, I'm a size 13. And she's like, 13. Her mouth started to water. She's like, oh, 13. You know, I got this foot fetish. I'm having this, you know, this foot moment. They are, they both had like this foot moment. He's like, I got this foot size 13. She's like, oh, do you like feet? He's like, oh, yeah, I like feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he starts like rubbing on her foot. She took her uh, shoes off, started rubbing on her feet. She's like, oh, we can get married now. He got, you know, I got this foot fetish. I love me. I love me some feet. Mm, I just got a good pedicure. Aren't they cute? We we can get married. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> this is where it started to go downhill. So they're skating. Um, 
And then they take a break. They go eat. And they're just talking. Nick, uh, what's her name? Evan Nicole. She kind of let the fourth wall down. She was like, okay, so what was your thing that they had you working on? He was like, well, you know. Oh, he started, like, cleaning up. And, like, she, I didn't, I didn't necessarily get that she was getting, like, the interrogating thing. I think she was just, like, talking. Or maybe it, it kind of was, but I kind of didn't feel like it was. The interrogating part, whether she's, like, talking and she's, like, the her thing really was the etiquette. She started smacking food everywhere, dipping and dapping in his food. And she's like, no, he's like, uh, he kind of, he kind of did well better than her, I think. Um, because her etiquette was just out of the window. She's like, what were they working on with you? Oh, you clean it. Oh, 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 that was your thing. You got OCD. Oh my God. And I got a foot fetish. Yeah, her etiquette left the building as her his OCD kicked in as her etiquette left the building. Um, she was talking too much, or I guess that's how they perceived it. She was talking too much. Uh, he was like, well, "How would you feel if we uh changed my name? If we if we had kids?" She said she wanted like three to four kids. She was like she got three to four kids already. But anyways, um, he was like, "Well, how would you feel if we named my for our for my son um Clyde Clyde Junior or Clyde the Fourth? She was like, "Clyde, that's an old ass." <laughs> I was like, "God," I was like, "I cannot." Um, but they were actually a very cute couple or they, they look cute together. I think they would go together very well if he really switched up his, um, clothing, the OCD. I don't think you could really change. Like I said, they said they went on a second date and then that they're still talking today. So that's very interesting on Evan, Nicole and Clyde. Like I said, um, I actually think they would work. If the excessiveness wasn't so excessive, like if we didn't know she, you know, was on the bathroom, she was spending her time in the bathroom a lot, which he was very uncomfortable <laughs> about <laughs> finding out. Uh, <laughs> I can't with this show right now. Um, I think that will work out. Like I said, if the excessiveness wasn't so hyped up um yeah shout out to them okay let's talk about episode four all right episode four of the unmatchable with married at first sight the unmatchables and we have the contestants of um, Irvin, who is 37, and Stephanie, who is 40. So we're making our way to a different age range. The uh, last few... Oh, shout... back to what um, Evan Nicole said about the men being dumb. Pretty much dumb and not uh, good conversationalists. Shout out to... Uh, that goes back to... I think his name was Caleb. Megan... Yeah, Caleb, who was in episode two, who, you know, was just like the plastic doll. Shout out to Lady Gaga. That that was sort of ringing true. 
So we have Irvin, who is 37, who is a hot mess, and Stephanie, who is 40, who is even a hot messer. Um, so Evan, I mean, Irvin, 37, is a serial ghoster. He's been, he's been engaged four times. Four times. He's very picky, again, like the rest of these people. He wants a person with no kids. No makeup because it feels like you're lying to him. If you were, uh, if you're from Jersey, if you're from the DM, if you're from Maryland, if you're from Jersey, if you're from Philadelphia, he don't want to mess with you because you're probably hood too ghetto for him. Um, he's a strict vegan. He's a um, a personal trainer. I think he said he owns his own business. His house looked empty as fuck. I was very confused about what was going on there. I'll talk about that in a few seconds. Let's talk about Stephanie. Stephanie is gorgeous. Stephanie is 40. She looks uh, like she's Kim Phil. She looks like Kim Phil's sister, like a twin. Like, whoa. She's very high maintenance, but... She's very high maintenance, but she's her own, you know, business owner. She owns a business, a bartending company, and then she owns an online boutique, as Andrew Caldwell calls it. She has not been in a relationship in eight years. She wants a provider. They call her the sugar baby. Now, the thing about Stephanie and them calling her a sugar baby Stephanie is very, I feel like a sugar, maybe she's like a modern day sugar baby because the sugar babies I'm aware of, they don't have jobs, right? They don't have incomes except for being a sugar baby. That's their income. So for her to be a sugar baby, she is very, for them to call her the sugar baby is very annoying. For her to be this like, I think she's just, money driven when she's wanting to date she's used to the um a certain a certain man but my thing is why haven't you found as love in that certain man um realm right so let's just talk about stephanie get to her stuff so um Dr. Cal brings her to, like, this game show thing where we have, like, three contestants. Let's see who you're most compatible with. And there are three men, and they go off the compatibility of what is your what would you call a first date like? What would be, you know, would you dress up for a first? Would you dress? Are you going to dress up for a date? What was your favorite meal? And so she ended up being most compatible. There was a lawyer, an IT dude and a construction worker and she she ended up being very compatible with the construction worker when she found out it was he was he was a construction worker she cannot you know fake it with her face she turned her nose up and turned her face to the side and you know she's like i'm used to Dating club owners, athletes, people in the music industry. But I'm like, okay, so if you if you want that type of person, why haven't you found love at 40 yet? With I'm sorry if you hear my stomach growling. Why haven't you found love at, at 40 yet with that type of person, right? Like something's wrong with you or you're just not looking at the right places or something's going on. Um, 
So then she has she, Dr. Viviana takes her on this bicycle course and this bicycle obstacle course where she's with another person and you're riding the bike to a destination, you're making orange juice or whatever, whatever, whatever. She is not fun. She doesn't want to do anything that doesn't have to do with like dressing up and going out, eating lobster and steak. So she flops and whoever wins gets to go on this date. So there's this other couple there and she's uh, partnering up with this single guy. She does not want to ride the bike. <laughs> She doesn't want to give effort. She didn't even want to do it in the beginning. She's like, uh, I'll just get, can you, can you just give the gift card to them and they can just go on the date. And he's like, well, I want to do it. And, you know, that was, they were trying to teach her, you know, you're not bringing anything to the table. You're not bringing any effort. You're not bringing uh, anything to the table. You're being selfish. I was just like, oh, oh, well. So then we have Mr. Irvin. Irvin's house looked very empty, but he, you know, he's a vegan, so he doesn't eat, you know, everything. It was, like, no appliances, no pictures on the wall. It's just, like, a bed, a table, some some uh, chairs. The refrigerator had, like, three buckets of fruit in it. That was it. It was very, like, minimalistic, very weird. Um, He could have been—I thought he was African, but he's not African. <laughs> I really thought he was African. He was giving off, like, this African pride. Like, you can tell me shit. My shit is the best. And he couldn't believe he was unmatchable. But now, now everybody can't believe that they're unmatchable. But y'all gotta know, you're on a show called Marion at First Sight, The Unmatchables. But he really took, like, like oh, you really think I'm unmatchable? Child, please, get the fuck out of here. Um... He was in a focus group with, uh, and they showed his um, his casting tape, and the women were just like, you, "You're a ghoster. You've been <laughs> engaged four times." They were like popping off at the beginning, at the beginning clips, like his business, his body, his looks. But then, when you know, you get to know Irvin, you get to see how much of a mess he was, and it was just like, "Yikes." And they were like, you know, you're not good. You need to change up your the way you're doing things. And he's just like, some of the suggestions were nice. But other than that, I'm going to keep doing me. So then Dr. Cal brings him to um, this room. And he's like, all right, we got to bring in the hit, heavy hitters. And he ends up talking to his mother and his cousin. And his mother is like, you know, I didn't raise him up to be that way. A serial ghoster, you know, um, I think, you know, when he started dating women, I'm not going to lie, some of these men out here seem very, how you doing, and, or they're chasing from the how you doing or something, I don't know. Maybe it's just the, you know, Atlanta Southern hospitality that men have. Is he, how you doing, or is he just, you know, a Southern gentleman? I don't know. Um, but his mother was like, when he started dating women... He would always do these things to try to impress them or try to make them feel good. And when they would not be appreciative of it, he would he started to build this wall up. So now he has this wall built up. He also was 300 pounds. And so he's like, you know, um, growing up, there was only, you know, a certain type of woman that would want a 300 pound man. So now that wait, I don't know what that had to do with anything. Or I just I, I didn't make the correlation of why he built this wall up. But he has this wall built up. Um, so he seemed like he 
was going to make a change. After that, he really seemed like he was going to make a change. So they go on this date to this um, painting thing, him and Stephanie, Miss Kim Fields. And she, he seemed very open, very ready to, open and honest, very ready to go. He walks in. She looks on. She looks not interested. Her first impression was just like, oh, hi, okay. Um, okay, here we go. So they're like, what are we here to do? He's like, I don't know. So they just started painting. So the painting instructor, instructor comes in and is like, "We, uh, you're here to do like paint on each other. So he's like, okay, I'm down. Let's get it. Let's go. I thought he was going to take his shirt off, show her the abs. I thought she going to be like, oh, yes. But she was still, you know, like, uh, no, we're not painting. Let's paint on the walls like we're supposed to, like normal people. She's very like not here to do fun stuff. She's very like stuck up in a way. And it was just like, ugh. She's very money-focused, money-driven when her dating. So she was getting to know him. She didn't say, he he didn't, you know, say he owned his business. He said he was a personal trainer. She was very turned off. Um, Then it started to go downhill. And they started to roast each other, you guys. He was like, you're going to die alone. You're 40. Your eggs are about to shrivel up. I I could be 60 and still popping out persons and... She started to, like, back away when she, like, like, she literally started to back away. Like, you can see the wall, the camera. <laughs> you can see the the part of the, the edge of the wall as the camera's trying to, like, focus in on her as she's, like, farther away from him. When she, like, found out, found out he, you know, is a serial ghoster and he's been engaged four times. And... They just started going back and forth at each other and just roasting each other. It was just like, you're going to die alone. Oh, well, you're going to, uh, what did she say about him? I couldn't even think, but he, he went in on her and she went back at it in on him and it was just a mess. I was just like, Stephanie, Irvin, really? He was, he was, I feel bad for him because, um, he was making an effort, and this seemed like a trigger date because she didn't want to be on the date with him. And well, after she found out, you know, her money hungry ass, and he's like, well, "What do you bring to the table?" She's like, "Well, you know, I'm a ride or die." As she's painting, and you know, she just wants an allowance, and she likes Botox and shit. So it's like, you want a man. And you're in this field that you've been, that you're sort of working in, but yet something's wrong because you're not finding love. So he walks out and she's like, he was a bitch and I could date myself. Like, I don't need him. (laughs) It was a mess. She's money focused. I felt bad for him, though. But in the end, we found out, you know, that he's in a happy... Oh, no. She's in a happy relationship, as they say. And he met up, or he rekindled stuff with his ex-fiance. Um, this was a flop. Both... I think this was a more flop. Yeah, this was the worst flop so far. But episode three with... What's her name? 
Evan Nicole and Clyde, they were okay. They were not as a flop, I think. So, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Dare Show podcast. <laughs> this episode of um, the Married at First Sight, The Unmatchables, episode three and four. I have episode one and two out already, so you can go ahead and take a listen to that. Thank you for listening. I know I'm late. I know I'm late. Um, like I said before, Hulu just, I think, dropped them where I just became a notice, noticeable, um, aware of them being on Hulu, and I think they've been out for a year now, so... Shout out to that. And shout out to you for listening. Um, I have so much more content on YouTube, on Spotify. Just click around on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play. Thank you for listening. Yeah.